Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, episode 10. So over the last 10 weeks, I've talked all about hormones and hormone health and female health and a bit of feminism, a bit of this, bit of that, bit of the other. And I love what I do. I love being a herbalist and a naturopath and a sports therapist and nutritionist. And yeah, I love my job. I love everything that I do. And I love being able to give all this information to, to everyone out there, not just women, to men. I've had an awful lot of men get on to me lately about how they really appreciate what I'm talking about because they're learning from it too. So I'm really happy to hear that. And especially now since I've been launching my six weeks online course, the Orla's Happy Hormones program. And this course is just all about getting women back to a place of health and wellness and getting back to you because I know how hard it can be to get back to yourself trust me I know more than anybody there are times even recent times where I felt like I just wasn't me anymore because I let life and stress and work and everything get the better of me but then it's a matter of remembering okay no there are tools that can help me and it's about implementing those tools and utilizing those tools and that's why I'm so happy that I'm in a position to be able to give women this information and any men out there who are happy to be listening to me but over the last couple of weeks I've had a good few people ask me why did you become a herbalist what is it about herbal medicine why are you a witch doctor and I love that term witch doctor I know a lot of people like people close to me give out to me when I call myself a witch doctor in business terms, but I'm like, yeah, I kind of like it though. I like being called a witch doctor. I love the fact that there is magic out there in the universe and not everyone is into that. But for me, I like being able to look outside, look at everything around me, look at the sky, look at the ground, look at everything and wonder how did all of this get here? And to me, that's magic. But why did I become a herbalist? There's so many different reasons. I've talked about my past in a couple of podcasts. I've gone into them a little bit. Last week's one on endometriosis, I went into it more fully uh, around my condition and stuff and what I have gone through hormonal-wise over the years. And podcast a couple episodes ago, can't remember which one it is but I talked a little bit how I was misdiagnosed with depression when I was younger I'm going to talk a bit more about that today because at the end of the day that was the pinnacle for me deciding to become an alternative practitioner but then I had to decide what kind of practitioner I wanted to be because there's so many out there and I talked before about how my sister's a homeopath and an acupuncturist. 
And I did want to become a homeopath. But in my young age, I didn't become one because my sister was one. And I didn't want everyone thinking that I was trying to copy my sister or that I was trying to be my sister. Now, in hindsight, I know how silly that was. But there was a payoff in that because I decided to go down the road of herbal medicine instead. And with that brought more knowledge, not more than homeopathy. Homeopathy, for me, I love homeopathy. It is a phenomenal modality of treatment. And there may be a day where I decide I'm going to go and study homeopathy. I know the basics because I've grown up with it since I was 15. I started using homeopathy and living in a house with some with a homeopath. You learn a lot. You really do. Uh, all you have to do is ask my boyfriend, does he, about herbs. Like, he can tell you so much about herbs just from listening to me talking about them. You learn with what's around you and you absorb information. But when I say there was more information with me going down herbal medicine, I mean that we got to amalgamate our teachings and what we learned, which is fantastic for both of us. But yeah, it was a huge life lesson for me that I decided not to study homeopathy because I was afraid of what people would think of me. And looking back now, in fairness, I'm 32 now. That old saying, youth is wasted on the young. It's, I understand it now. I never used to get it, but I do understand it now. The older you get, the more knowledge you get. A bit wiser, maybe not so wise in some areas, but I understand it. But what made me choose herbal medicine? So I researched loads of different things. I couldn't do acupuncture because I have a thing about needles. I know it's strange because I'm full of piercings, but I just can't work with needles. Uh, I can't work with sharp objects. And so, yeah, I researched acupuncture, homeopathy, obviously, herbal medicine, nutrition, Reiki, bioenergy. There was a couple other that I looked into too can't quite remember them right now but I decided on herbal medicine because the more I looked into it the more I researched it now I had a bit of an understanding not an understanding we used herbs in our house all the time and I loved that they worked so after extensive research I decided herbal medicine is for me and there are so many different reasons one of the main ones for me though was that like herbal medicine is one of the oldest forms of medicine like it even dates back to the the neanderthal man like sixty thousand years ago herbs were used in all modalities of ancient healing from shamanic priests druids ancient greeks indian ayurvedics traditional chinese medicine and the romans and in today's world it's still used and that's what I love about it. It's going back thousands upon thousands of years. And conventional medicine is still using herbal medicine. I've talked about before how 70 to 80% of all medications, like pharmaceutical medications, 
are derived from plant chemicals. They're extracting the chemicals from the plant and using it for to make a synthetic drug. But the reason why I love herbal medicine is because they work it works synergistically. So the plant has hundreds of different phytochemicals and they all work together for a certain purpose. And it cuts out the risk of side effects. Now I'm not saying there's no side effects with herbal medicine, there's side effects with everything. But with herbal medicine, because they're working synergistically, which means they're working as a whole, they're working together to get the job done, it reduces the risks of side effects. And this is why I became a herbalist. Well, it's one of the reasons why I became a herbalist. But for me, in my life, I suffered horrifically from side effects, from medications. And I wanted to go down a route of treatment, of being able to treat people where there would be limited side effects or that I could, could control the side effects, make sure that there wasn't any. Because being a herbalist, I'm in my room, I'm making up a formula for someone. Like I have, oh, I think maybe 70 different herbs in my clinic and they all have individual purposes and then they all work together in different ways. So I can control what the outcome will be with reducing the risk of any sort of side effects. It's like when you're given a bottle of herbs, you're like, okay, I'm just going to take this. And it's the same when you're given any sort of medication or antibiotics, you're just given it. But I, I'm there and I know exactly what components are in each herb. So I know how it's going to affect the person in the most positive way possible. And that's what I love about herbal medicine is reducing those side effects. Herbal medicine is the foundation of all medicines. Plants that are all around us, like in your back garden, in your front garden, all these plants, even the weeds that everyone wants to pull up and take away, the weeds like your dandelions and your nettles, these are herbs, these are medicinal properties. Like, for example, dandelions and nettles, they're not just diuretic. So a diuretic is something that's going to make you pee. Like, nettle root is actually a phenomenal blood tonic and it's rich in minerals like iron, potassium and calcium. And that's what I'm talking about when I say blood tonic. It's it's going to nourish your blood. It's going to give you energy. But that's the root of it. Whereas the leaf of it is a diuretic. That's going to stimulate your kidney function. And the same with dandelions. Like your dandelion leaf, that's a diuretic. But your dandelion root, that's a liver herb. That's going to help secrete bile from your gallbladder to help flush out your liver and flush out toxins. They all have, all their different parts have different elements to them. Plants are a lot like humans. We all have different elements that give different things. And it that's another reason why I love herbal medicine. Like, there's magic to herbs and there's magic to plant medicine. Because there's magic in life. All you have to do is look around you and wonder, where did all this come from? Yes, there was the Big Bang. 100%. I'm with you on the science part here. There was the Big Bang. But for us to occur from the Big Bang, there's something magical in that. 
And that's another thing that I love. Like, what are we all doing here? Have you ever asked yourself, what is your purpose in life? I know I did. I've always asked myself that, ever since a kid. What's my purpose here? Why am I here? I'm 32, and I still ask that. Why am I here? I have a better understanding now, but back then I was like, why are we all here? Like, are we really here to just go to work for someone else doing what you hate, to pay bills and then die and live a life full of stress and anxiety? No. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not immune to stress. I am not immune to the worries of life. But for me, becoming a herbalist was pinnacle. I'm doing something that I know is benefiting others. I'm doing something that I know is real for me. When I say real, I mean it feels right when I sit and I think about why am I doing this? And I know the only reason I'm doing this is, well, not the only reason, but the main reason I'm doing this is because I want to help people and I want to make a difference. And if I can impact one person's life, then my job is done. And I've had some amazing messages from people. Ones that bring tears to your eyes, which did bring tears to mine. And I know that everything from when I was a teenager right up to now, everything that has happened to me has happened for a reason. At the time, we don't know why things are happening. But you just gotta, you gotta roll with the punches and you gotta keep a little bit of faith that something is happening for a specific reason. Now, I know every experience I went through wasn't rainbows and unicorns and sunshine, but nobody's is, do you know? Nobody's life is perfect. Like, the whole thing with social media and digital media and everything, we're looking at other people thinking that their lives are perfect, and they're not. The grass is never greener. It's not. But I do know that everything that I've experienced has set me up for something big in life. And I don't mean becoming rich and famous and whatever. Yeah, it'd be great to be rich. But the one thing I learned at a very, very young age is that money does not give you happiness. And the reason I know this is because everybody when I was younger used to think that my family was really rich and we were this, that and the other. And I was like, she actually haven't a clue. Because there was so much more than money going on underneath the surface. But don't get me wrong because I, I do understand that we have to have a sense of security in life. And money gives us security. So I'm not talking about being loaded. I'm talking about being able to pay your bills, being able to get through week by week and, and all that. You need to... It's not that you need to, but 
as humans, we have to feel a sense of security and we have to feel a sense of safeness. Security, safeness, it's all the same thing, I suppose. But you know what I mean. So yes, money is important for that sense of I'm okay, I'm going to be okay, the bills are paid. But I'm talking like big money, all that, it's it's not important. And I know this because I myself, starting off in business, you, you, you don't have much when you're starting off in business. But you have to learn to look at other things and what's out there in life and what gives you purpose. And at the end of the day, that's really what's so important is what gives you purpose. And for me, it was that something big was making some sort of a difference. And if that's treating someone with herbs to alleviate the likes of anxiety or reduce PMS or just giving someone knowledge that they don't have, that's making a difference and it's helping another human being. And that's what we are all here to do. We're here to connect and to make an impact on each other. Like, when are you at your happiest? Is it when you're sitting down wondering about work or bills? Is it sitting down watching TV for 10 hours? Now, don't get me wrong, I do like to have an old binge watch myself. But at the same time, when we're doing these things, we're not truly happy. It's when we're connecting on a basic human level. And again, it's another reason why I became a herbalist. I was tired of just being another number. I was tired of going to the doctor's office, waiting for four to five minutes, being seen for five minutes, being handed a prescription, and that's it. I was tired of seeing so many unnecessary side effects in medications. And that's because of my own past having so many side effects like you've heard me speak a little bit about my past as a teenager before but I haven't really talked about all the side effects of the medications I was on now don't get me wrong here if you have a chemical imbalance in in your brain when it comes to the likes of your serotonin and, and your dopamine and like that needs to be adjusted you know you do need help with that so I'm not saying that it, nobody should be on medication medication is there for a reason I have clients that come to me who are on medication I'm like okay cool we'll work with this we'll work around it because people certain conditions you need to be on medication other conditions you don't and as well it depends on the per on the person okay are you depressed or what's going on in your life it there, there is a big difference not a huge difference because it may feel like you're depressed but you have to look at other factors too and as well are you depressed or do you have a thyroid imbalance are you depressed do you have an estrogen or testosterone imbalance like for men low testosterone one of the main symptoms is that feeling of depression so yes you, you do have to look at if there is a chemical imbalance but for me in my story and when I say story, that's what I mean. It's a story. That's all it is. It's a story. Everybody has a story. You either attach to it or you don't. For me, this next story 
I'm not attached to it anymore. I was for a while, but I'm not anymore. But I'm talking about it to give some context. But it was different for me. Yes, I had a chemical imbalance, but that chemical imbalance wasn't in my brain. So at 13, when I was diagnosed with clinical depression, I know I was misdiagnosed because I had a huge hormonal problem, which I talked about before. My estrogen was through the roof. But I was put on medications. Not just one, but three. Um, they're known as SSRIs. Now, online, you will see that they are... Some sites will say they are the safest of them all. Other sites will say they're not safe. It all depends on what you're looking up. But then you have to look into studies, and I've talked about this before, where when you look into studies, you have to look into proper research, go, into, go, go onto Google Scholar, look at unbiased studies, look who is funding this research. Is it an unbiased source that's funding it? So I was put on SSRIs and what they are is selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And it's a medication which is contraindicated, which means you can't give it to, not that you can't give it, but it's going to have effects on anyone that's under 18. I was 13. And the reason they shouldn't be put on it is because it may have long-term damage to your own natural serotonin production. So I was on three medications, but the two main ones that really affected me. I was put on one first, and then I, the next two were added in, which were Zyprexa and Effexor. And within a matter of 10 days, everything kicked in. But the side effects of these medications, and now these are combined of the two, so weight gain, nausea, vomiting, headaches, dizziness, fainting spells, restlessness, insomnia, or night terrors, sleep paralysis, memory loss, prolonged memory loss of up to 40% for the rest of your life, changes in personality, psychotic tendencies, suicidal thoughts or tendencies, among many, many more. Guess which ones I got? <laughs> I got all of them. It was great crack. But thankfully for me, personally, there's a lot of that time that I can't remember. And that's down to the medication. <laughs> but my family remember. I remember a lot, but there are certain things that I don't remember. I don't remember attacking my brother. Apparently that happened a lot. Sorry. <laughs> And I do, I still say sorry to him first. But, yeah, like within a matter of weeks, not even weeks, 10 days, I was no longer Orla, I was a shell. And one of the worst things for me was the sleep paralysis and the night terrors. Because sleep paralysis is basically, you go to sleep, you dream, you wake up, during the dream, but your subconscious comes with you. So you can see everything that you're dreaming about right there. I was having that with night terrors. It's like, I remember, yeah, I remember crawling into my parents, but no, I was a teenager and I was crawling in between my mom and my dad, 
God love them. They must have had no life of me around. But yeah, I'd crawl into their bed, terrified, absolutely terrified. And then, but those were the nights that I was actually able to leave the room. Like there was other nights I'd be hiding underneath my blanket away from the masks, the masked man with blood spilling out of his eyes, standing in the corner with claws out trying to get me. It was terrifying, but I was awake, but my subconscious was also awake. Things like that, it's side effects like that from a medication. They're not just normal side effects, they're so extreme. And that's why I went into natural medicine because people shouldn't have to go through this to get better because in fact it just makes you worse. And I know it makes you worse because by the time I was 15, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't see my family go through it. I couldn't watch them look at me. I couldn't be afraid of going to sleep anymore. I couldn't feel this almighty numbness. And it's something in today's world we all do. We all numb out. We numb out from emotions. And I get that. But this is different. It's you feel nothing. You don't feel happy. You don't feel sad. You look around you and it's like you're catatonic. And for me, I just couldn't go through it anymore. So I made the decision to end it. I took an overdose. I wanted to die. Because I couldn't face it anymore. I couldn't face the overwhelming sadness. And I couldn't face the terrors, the night terrors. The psychotic bursts where... I was attacking my brother because he wouldn't give me the jumper off his back. Like he was literally wearing his own jumper and he wouldn't give it to me. So I would attack him. I couldn't face fainting all the time. I couldn't face having headaches and migraines and being dizzy. I couldn't face these constant thoughts of kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself every single day. So I did it. But I didn't because I'm here and I'm talking. <laughs> um, honestly, I just thought everyone else around me would have been better. Because it, it was a burden for them. Now, they say it's not. And I know for me, I'm not a... And nobody is a burden to me. But when you're going through it, that's how you feel. You feel like you're a burden. But I feel that these things wouldn't have happened. Things would, not that they wouldn't have happened, but that they wouldn't have gone to such an extent if these medications didn't have such severe side effects because it was the side effects that caused all this. When I was on the first round of medication, the Cipramil, I was okay. I was slightly balanced, but things were continuously getting worse and I was getting their, those side effects as well. But then it was when I was put on these that it, everything just went haywire. 
and don't get me wrong here, I'm not bashing conventional medicine at all. We need it. We need science. We, we need surgeons. We need medication. We need everything that's out there. But what I think we need a lot of too is human compassion because there can be a lot of human error. We need doctors to listen to patients. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my doctor. She's unreal. I wish all doctors were like her because she listens. Um, but yeah, like my parents went to the doctors and were like, she's not Orla. Something's not right. I remember my mom saying, I know my daughter. I know my daughter. This is not my daughter. Something has happened. And she wasn't listened to. And that's what we need, is that we need for doctors to realise that parents know their kids. And they know if something's not right. But also, not having five minute consultations. You know, going a little bit deeper. And seeing what can be done alternatively it doesn't have to be through herbal medicine, but even through diet and through stress management and CBT therapy. Do you know, can we work through things without automatically prescribing medication? Food has a huge, huge role to play in people's health and wellness. Like... The amount of people that eat oats, I'm so happy because oats are a natural nerve line. They're grounding, they're nourishing. Forget about the macros for a minute. Forget about carbs, protein, fats. Think of the micronutrients. What are the chemical elements that are in these foods? Oats. They're a nerve line. They're rich in so many different vitamins, minerals and phytochemicals. It's one of the best foods to eat for brain function. As well as your essential fatty acids, why I'm always giving out about the low-fat diet movement and no-fat diet movement. I don't want to be giving out. Like I want to be telling people the good things. But look, in saying all that, everything that that story was, in inverted commas, I'm actually doing them here, that story, because it's all it is, is a story. Like, I wouldn't change any of it for the world. And it's something I always talk about is the victim and warrior mentality. And it's something I had to work on a lot myself over the years. And I still have to work on it, even in my everyday relationships right now. Are you a victim or are you a warrior? Certain things happen to you. But you're the one that makes the choice to be victimized by it. At the end of the day, nobody controls your thoughts. Nobody controls your thought process, how you think about yourself. Yes, yeah, somebody may do something really crappy to you. And it may trigger an emotion, but you can catch that emotion. And you can say, no, wait, this isn't real. This isn't true to me. Do you know, a victim and warrior mentality. You can sit down and you can blame everybody else for your problems. You can blame, I could sit here and blame that doctor who put me on this medication. I can sit here and blame another doctor for not catching it. I can sit here and blame a third doctor, but I'm not going to because it's in the past. 
and for me, I wouldn't change any of it because it's made me who I am today. Now, to be honest, I wouldn't fancy going through it again, but I wouldn't change it. It's shown me what I've wanted in life, and that's to help people without making them suffer with side effects. And again, it was different for me because I had a hormonal imbalance from the get-go. And I talked before about how the signs for me, like I was self-harming and a couple times a week. It's why I can't do acupuncture. I can't have sharp objects because they still make me squeamish. To this day, if a glass breaks, I can't clean it up because my, my drug of choice was a broken glass. So, yeah. But what I will say is that this is why I went down this road of herbal medicine was to treat people without side effects but I'm not telling people to come off medication here no way in hell if you're happy if you're balanced if you're healthy and feel well stay on your medication because it's doing what it needs to do if you're having adverse reactions then talk to your doctor see is there something going on but never ever ever come off medication cold turkey yourself without supervision Ever. And I'm saying this from experience because I did that. What I went through coming off the medication, I'm not going to go into because I'll be here for another two hours. But it was, it was rough. I was falling in and out of consciousness, vomiting, felt like my skin was on fire, sweating for days my poor mother what she went through watching me go through it I don't remember all of it I remember some of it but I do remember feeling like there was ants crawling all over me but that's because I wasn't weaned off it now look holding the hand up here do you know that was the path that we went down and we did have some support from a practitioner But still, don't do it unless you have full support from somebody. It's too dangerous. So do not come off your medication without weaning yourself off gently through your doctor. It needs to be done through your doctor. And you need to sit down and talk about a plan. It can't be done willy-nilly. You need a plan in place to do it. But it is everything that I have talked about. That is why I am where I am today and why I do what I do. So like I went down the road of herbal medicine first. But then we went over to homeopathy. Now there was different reasons for that. I won't get into it because I'll be going on again. But the homeopathy changed my life for me. I know I'm a herbalist and I'm big enough homeopathy here, but it's because I've personally seen what homeopathy can do. I've personally seen what herbal medicine can do. But each person gets different things from different modalities. For me, homeopathy is great. Also herbal medicine, I love my herbs. Like I have my own formulas made up. Not for me, I consult someone. I'm like, right, I'm going to do this, this, this and this. And if they say no, put this in, put that in. Instead, I'll do that. But like, be it homeopathy, 
acupuncture, herbal medicine, whatever suits you, you know, give it a go. The reason I say that is because it changed my life completely. And then I was open up to a whole world of treatment where I could actually think straight. And I was no longer attacking my brother, Saz. I'm not gonna say his name, but yeah. Um, yeah, but that goes back to the psychotic tendencies that were part of the side effects. And again, I would just reiterate that the reason this medication gave me all these side effects is because it was a misdiagnosis. So that's why I'm saying that we need to have longer consultations and try different things first. And then if that doesn't work, then go down the route of medication. Because the body and the brain is such a phenomenal thing. And there's so many different variables that you need to take into consideration. But look, I'm not sitting here claiming to know that I know everything about everything. Because I don't. Nobody does. Do you know, you're constantly learning. Like the nutritional plans or programs that I give people now, so different to what I gave five years ago. I'm a very, very different person now because I'm constantly learning and I'm constantly growing and that's what life is about. And it's why I say I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you if none of that happened to me. It was all a learning curve. Not a learning curve, but they were all lessons. Something happens to you, you take a lesson from it. Don't sit and wallow in the mentality of you did this, 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 or someone did this to me. Sit and grow from it. Because that's what life is about. It's a journey. And through every journey, we learn so much more about ourselves. But it's why I'm sitting here today. Everything that has happened to me led me to become a health practitioner because I wanted to help people. Like, studying herbal medicine, like this beautiful modality, it's opened my eyes more, so much more, to seeing the world and people in a completely different way. We're all like plants, really. We have roots, stalks, leaves and flowers. We've, th we've things trying to eat us. We've bees coming in, taking our nectar. We have our own protection mechanisms. So do plants. We have cracks. We have flaws. We have weird little spots all over us like some plants do. And like trees, we've, we've cracks going up the trunk. But that's part of who we are. And it's, it's what shapes us. And look, we all, all of us, we have the ability to help heal some part of another person. I'm not saying we can heal other people, we can't because it's down to that person. It's down to that person to do the work as well. But we can all help to heal some part of another person and of ourselves. And we all go through times of 
Spring, summer, autumn and winter. Winter? Winter. Just like plants. In trees. Look in autumn, they shed their leaves. They go into hibernation during the winter. During the darkness. And then when spring comes, you see those buds sprouting out again. It's a rebirth. And it's all down to how we perceive life and our own circumstances and what we can do ourselves about it. It's about choosing what you want out of life. And I chose to make the best out of a few bad situations. Things happen to me, but they're not me. I am not depression. I am not endometriosis. I am not ovarian cysts. I am me. And these things were or are around me. But I am not them. And it's all down to how we choose to see ourselves. Now, look, nobody out there can make anybody happy. That's something that you have to do yourself. But just like plants and trees and herbs and spices even, they're my favourite ones, we can certainly help to make life easier on each other and on yourself. And that's if you connect in with other people. But not just connecting in with other people, connecting in with yourself. Connecting in on your feelings and your emotions and asking yourself, why do you feel certain ways? And if something's happening externally, you're like, okay, what's this teaching me? Where is this going to bring me? Instead of ask, asking, why is this happening to me? Ask, what's this trying to teach me? You'll get a whole different answer. And that's what I learned over the years. And that's what I took and realized that, all right, these things happened to teach me how to help others. I'm not saying I can fix other people, I can't. I have the knowledge, I have the know-how. But as well, it's down to each individual person to take responsibility for their own health too. To want to do certain things. But I know how to go about I know how to make a herbal formula that has chemical compounds that will shift a chemical imbalance. And that's what I love about herbal medicine. And that's why I became a herbalist. Because I have the knowledge to do that. I have the knowledge to make a formula. That will help someone for the better. And I know I went very deep today. And I thought this was going to be probably about a 15 minute episode. <laughs> Doesn't look that way. <laughs> so if you stuck with me through it. Thank you. 
and yeah again what I will say is we're all herbs plants trees we're all life we're all a wonder look around you look what makes you happy look what things in life are trying to teach you are you where you want to be maybe not are you on the path to where you want to be maybe but this is your life and you get to choose what you do with it it's not down to anybody else it's not down to anybody else to make you happy and again it's down to like I said earlier that victim warrior mentality look at things either that you are a victim or look at them like okay this has taught me something and let's push forward with it So thank you for listening and if you have any feedback or comments feel free to tag me, share it, tell me I'm completely wrong if you want to and that's okay too because we all have our own minds. But yeah this was my story on why I became a herbalist and I hope you enjoyed it and I'm sending you all Love and light. So happy Thursday and happy hormones. <laughs>